Literally came over to drove six hours to come to my house uh, and a van and a float plane. Yeah, um, and he and then there was like a off. weird triathlon in the yeah, middle well, of that it. Was, you did that for your yourself. You didn't realize yeah. you actually got caught in the middle of that one. But yeah, I needed a medal <laughs> um, just so to feel something. I I, I get that, uh, but you came over. You did this. You know, you set me up. And I, it's been fine this entire time. And then today, everything took a dump. I was Just like, stop what is working? Everything. <laughs> like, what is going on? So once again, the UPP comes through. That's just barely. how it works. Ugh. Barely. <laughs> barely. That's right. Yeah. I was, I was actually a little worried because I'm like, then I'm going to have to do like this awkward 30-minute show. <laughs> this non- cop that's 23 years old is sharing law enforcement news stories you're 23 you look like you're like 40 yeah i look pretty rough man dude (laughs) well i guess i should do the intro or do you want to do the intro do the intro i don't care who does the intro well i don't i don't remember what yeah it'll be better without mike oh god yeah i know i uh i just so you know i i may or may not have listened to a little bit of last week's I mean, you guys were dumping all over me, yeah. but you know what? I get it. You had to say what you had to say to keep him. I happy, had to, and I, I, so I get. Or else it. the whole vibe of the show just would have been off. I know, I know, yeah, I know. I mean, it's just like what you say when I'm not around. I, I what? Get it. No, that's your father <laughs> that says that. That's true. Well, if you guys don't know, uh, normally Mike the cop and Dave, and then me bring you all the law enforcement related news every Monday. And this is the off the cuff show, one of the failure to stop branded shows. And we do four shows each week. Mondays is off the cuff with what I just said, Mike, Dave, and me. And then Tuesdays is night shift. Uh, I think Thursdays now is last call. So Thursdays is last call and Fridays we break down True crime events, stuff that's happening in real time, and we give you the scoop. It's actually, we do a lot of shows. I do a lot of podcast editing now. It's like my main job. (laughs) And being a a faithful, loving husband. Don't forget that. That's true. Yeah, that's my full-time job. Or at least faithful. I'm just going to play this part back for my wife. Right? Uh, Exactly. Yeah. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) I talk so great about you all the time. She's like, uh, Dave just did. That makes no sense. You can't just take take credit for it. Oh, my gosh. And Sarah says, and yet you're still underpaid. Yeah. You know what? You can join this circus here. We are all mostly <laughs> underpaid. Here, let me uh, break the news for you. Yeah. None of us make any money. <laughs> <laughs> I think I honestly think that uh, there's people out there that believe we... So, are, like, we are driving like Lamborghinis around and shit like oh that. My Seriously, gosh, I'm no. But you know what I mean. Like I have, I think that people think like, oh, these guys do a podcast. Or, I think people don't. Yeah, people don't realize like we don't actually like I. I we make nothing. It's, it's, it's got to be split up between so many people, anyways. Um, yeah, it would, yeah, for sure. Yeah. So it just it is what it is, but it's fun. We do it because we love it. That's actually so. The, well, we got in this game a long time ago, right? I mean, how yeah. seriously? How many years ago? I mean, because we, you know, we've 
you know, we've been on and off, on and off. But I think dude, we started this shit a long time ago. Sixteen. Yeah, so it's it's been it's been a good minute. It's been almost, I'd say, about se- seven years. Well, that, back then we were getting a ton of downloads, but yeah, like right. we were comparing it with uh, <laughs> the Mike the Cop like video numbers, and we're like, this sucks. Yeah, but like we, it's we didn't know it was a great podcast, and we weren't. <laughs> Yep. We weren't asking anybody to sponsor anything because we didn't think it was worth the time. It's it is funny because that was <laughs> I mean it took us a couple years um, to kind of get there too, and we just were like, oh, this is just this is getting stagnant. We got we got nothing here, and we just stopped off the cuff altogether, which is yeah. hilarious because and and guys and gals, just so you guys know, that was Mike's. That thing. was his decision. Absolutely, because we did it. Oh, we can talk so much trash. Oh, we so here. can. We could, and, you know, we don't even have to talk about police news today, actually. We do whatever the fuck we want. <laughs> fuck Mike. Dude, so <laughs> much like, freedom. I sound like that dude from uh, Saving Private Ryan, that German soldier. He's like, fuck it, la. Fuck it, la. <laughs> oh, say, can you see? Oh, say, can you see? <laughs> I totally forgot what about dish. that scene. But the grable, nice cans. Oh my gosh, that's so Fuck good. <laughs> Fuck Michael. <laughs> oh gosh. I know. So anyway, but we didn't know what we had back then. Uh, yeah. We let it go for a while. We we actually, and I not many people know this, but we did some like 2.0 versions that never. We aired. never released them. Nope, they never aired. I wonder if you guys do you still have them. They oh, never aired, man. and they weren't. I don't know if I do or not. They weren't necessarily police related, and they were a little bit more. I'll, I'll say edgy at the time for what we were, because you know both of us worked in police work, and so we were both very uh, kind of right in that line of what would be appropriate uh, in regards to how how the police department would would view the podcast, because we weren't always nice to uh, in our regards or opinions uh, about police officers or police work. Or even sometimes our own department. So, yeah, that was uh, those were good times, man. I'm, I'm glad we're back here. Like I said, and, and we've all had that discussion, all three of us, that it wouldn't matter at this point. It just we wouldn't we don't need to get paid like that. Like we we just we do this because it's we a just great enjoy release. It. We would not we do this fun. on Saturday if we didn't enjoy it. Yeah, absolutely. At eight forty-five in the morning. Yeah, it no, it would not happen. Yeah, uh, and of course that's why we appreciate you guys because you guys are up at eight forty-five in the morning. There's six too. people watching right now in the little live thing. <laughs> hey, <laughs> should you release know. them to us. Maybe I'll try to find them. Um, yeah, I should. probably have them on an old hard drive, like right in this corner, actually. Yeah, and so. I don't even remember. I think there was two, two or three. It wasn't just one. I think it was two or three that we we put out. And uh, Mike was like, "Nope, I just didn't." He just did not want to do yeah. it. Yeah, there was some content. He just didn't just was kind of burnt yeah. out on and, and he just didn't want to do that. So, yeah, well, uh, this show is brought to you by ghost bed. Oh, uh, all of our, that's our dude. I love ghost bed. I will you, not I'm, stop talking about it. I know, but now see you got, you have me jealous. So I got another freaking risotomy the other day and I have to have another one this week cause they do the right side and then they'll do the left side uh-huh. the next week. And I'll tell you what, my back, you know, I, I do like my bed, but man, you you do not realize how important beds are, uh, you know, until you get older, right? And it is, it has just become such a hassle. And we stayed at a hotel last week. 
Oh. And mm. you know what? It was it was okay. Uh, but it's it's crap. always a disappointment. Yeah, always. And and that's and you guys talked about it last week. Like it, just the idea, the thought of going out. You you should be excited, right? Oh man, we're yes. going here or there, and you know. But the only thing, as you get older, the only thing where you start having ailments that you're thinking about is the bed. I don't even know this bed's going to be shit. And I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if I'll be able to sleep. I'm going to. That's I like don't. one of the first things I check. It is when I when I get somewhere on vacation. I sit on the bed. And I'm like, okay, this will be doable. Yeah. So if you want to rectify that uh, problem or issue that we all have, go to Ghostbed. Go to their website. Use uh, code Wolfpack. Wow. Save thirty five percent. Damn. So I uh, too. I literally slept so hard last night that I woke up and my right eye I couldn't I couldn't see out of my right eye. <laughs> like I, you slept, dude, you slept so hard you had a stroke. I dude I I literally looked at my phone and in my left eye it was fine but the side I was sleeping on. <laughs> I, it was nothing. My whole screen was white, like in my right eye. And I was like, oh, my gosh, dude, I slept. That was, it was intense. That's, I was I that's was pretty out. intense. I, I slept hard the whole night, but it wasn't. Oh, we're oh. talking about something different. I'm sorry. No, I. Yeah. Yeah. Well, wow. We got man. a new sponsor, Blue Chew. Uh, it's not supposed to be said on this episode. <laughs> they uh, help with that. Uh, so you might have been partaking. <laughs> partaking. I had two. <laughs> I'm a connoisseur at this point. Uh, <laughs> a connoisseur of blue blue pills. Uh, Mike shared. Okay, so since Mike's not here with us this week, before we really get into the police news, he shared something with me. Uh, you guys won't be able to hear us while this is playing, but I figured I'd play it so Mike would be happy and feel involved. Okay. It's pretty funny. Registration. Oh my god, I'm, I'm just all like a mess right now. Yeah, Why are you a mess? Do you have your ID? That? <laughs> Where's my ID? Are you living in your car? No, it's a long story. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm on until 6 in the morning. Trash. There's a big pile of trash where I used to live, and I thought, you know what, I can use this. So you picked somebody's ketchup? Well, I used to... And you took his food? <laughs> well, it's a big pile of trash. It's and you got a little kid's pool? I'm living with another friend who has a, a pool, and I was just excited. What's this Microlock stuff? Um, the imported sex toys, basically. From China. Beauty printed dildos, actually. For some reason, I have this uncanny ability to find you guys with these weird stories. Yeah. All right, I'm going to detain you because you're under the influence. I was dumpster diving. I'm super thirsty right now. And the more I talk, the thirstier I get. How it works. Can I drink some of that, whatever that is? Nope. Yeah, he is high as a kite on math. Whatever Give me that. <laughs> Can I drink some of that? Whatever that is. Dude. <laughs> There's so much wrong with just just that one statement. Of course, in, what is it? Imported sex toys. Are yeah, printed. and they're 3D printed. Well, oh, come on, I'm not sure that's. I'm not sure that's what it's all about. There. The be- the best part was him saying uh, <laughs> when he's like, "The more I talk, the dry my mouth gets." The that's cops the way like, it works. That's how it works. Oh my god. Yeah, that's pretty good. Well, you did. You know what you did, Mike? A solid. Good for you. Good for you. Yeah, you're welcome, Mike. And you, I think you have more stories than I do. Oh, okay. Well, I'm actually. I'll start off with the first one from the Atlanta Black uh, Atlanta Black Star, which you know, again, my alma mater, uh, Atlanta, um, 
and st- stars. Just kidding. That's not true. I don't, I've never, I've been to Atlanta <laughs> twice. All right. Where the, I'm just going to say it because there's, it's represented by a dollar sign and an asterisk and a hashtag. <laughs> Where the fuck are these police? Family sues Saginaw County Central Dispatcher after daughter who was shot was reportedly left bleeding on neighbor's porch for more than an hour. This is an interesting story because I think most officers have been here before in this kind of situation. Any that have worked big cities and have uh, a lot of um, it's uh, shootings are not uncommon. A Michigan County uh, County's emergency response office is being sued by a mother who claims workers acted recklessly with the gro- with gross negligence when coding the call connected to her daughter's fatal shooting. She suggests if the dispatcher would have mentioned that a victim had been shot, law enforcement and other uh, emergency personnel would have responded faster, possibly saving the young woman's life. On Monday, August 29th, attorneys uh, Victor J. Mastromarco and Kevin J. Kelly filed the suit on behalf of D'Angela Wallace in the Saginaw County Circuit Court against Saginaw County. These fucking, I'm telling you, these names. <laughs> Dude, they go these on articles, on. I always try not to get lost in the names. I, it's but it's <laughs> almost impossible. A third of the article is having to spit it's out just names, names <clears throat> and titles. <laughs> Uh, uh, the Saginaw County Central Dispatch and Supervisor Logan Bissell uh, with one count of gross negligence and liability, according to MLive. Uh, Wallace uh, also serves as the representative of her daughter's estate and is seeking damages exceeding 25000 plus costs, interest, and attorney fees. In uh, Early in the morning on Monday, July 5th, 2021, Nala, her name is spelled uh, N-A-L-A, was shot several times on the porch of a house uh, in the 1800 block of uh, Burnham Street. Can you hear my cat in the background? <clears throat> oh, that's what it was. I thought it was my wife watching a show or something. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, according to the lawsuit, uh, after knocking on the door of the Burnham house or home, a man opened fire and shot her five times. As Nala wailed out loudly, the gunman fled the scene. She got to a neighboring house and banged on the door, hoping someone would hear her. Uh, one woman did and called for help. Bissell received a 911 call about the shooting at 4.26 a.m. The caller was a female what resident. What a weird time. Yeah, uh, I, yeah well, yeah, right, because 4.26, man, it really does, even in the ghetto, it starts winding down. Um, the caller was a female resident living next to the house where Nala was shot. The woman told the dispatch she heard the gunshots and reported Nala was pounding on her door. So apparently that was what was dispatched, uh, asking for assistance. The supervisor asked the woman three times if she was certain that Nala had been shot and then told her uh, and then told her police were on their way. <clears throat> this was untrue, according to the complaint. Uh, at the time, no officers were en route to the residence. According to the lawsuit, three other women were also shot around the same time as Nala, but because Bissell what? erroneously coded the call as a shots fired, Nala was not attended uh, to swiftly. The code did not prioritize the shooting. Now, let me back up a little bit because <clears throat> it says the supervisor asked the woman three times if she was certain that Nala. Well, that had should been be on shot. recording. <clears throat> exactly. Yes. So um, that's that. I think I I think like that paragraph particularly is is important to note because did this really happen or is this more <laughs> sensationalized news? Yeah. You know? So uh, the code 
did not prioritize the shooting and did not suggest to the other dispatchers, police, or emergency responders that Nala had been shot. Bissell failed to use the proper code to express the urgency of the call. <clears throat> Allegedly, the dispatch and Saginaw Police Department uh, have an off-the-record understanding of victimless crimes and treat them as low priority. The complaint states Bissell knew this and by the circumstances of his actions is responsible for the delayed emergency response to Nala. Wallace's uh, lawyers said in the claim, this act was a a case of sheer recklessness and gross negligence. Four minutes later, uh, an SPD sergeant acknowledged the call, but nothing was done. Uh, Over an hour later at 5.50 a.m., the original caller rang 911 again. She expressed frustration, saying she'd called over 60 minutes prior and that the young woman was now lying on was now lying on her porch without any assistance or attention from the police. Uh, quote, Did the woman not help her? Uh, and why would you wait an hour? What the <laughs> it's fuck, like right? you just let somebody die on your <laughs> she's, porch? Yeah, she's just staring out. She's like eating a bag of popcorn. Man, the police are really taking their time. Yeah, these guys are. my morning coffee. Well... So it appears that Lisa said a sergeant drove through the area. Now, this is, guys and girls, this is extremely common. Shots fired runs come out all the time. It almost doesn't matter what city it is because mm-hmm. inevitably somebody thinks because there's some firearm going on. Right. Because somebody, car backfire. Yeah, somebody bounced a basketball off. that obviously there's a machine yeah. gun going off outside and it happens yep. all the time. It's it's such a low priority to an officer normally that in general, like we will zip by the air. Like you say shots fired at at two in the morning. It, unless this person's wearing a glowing neon outfit. Um, <laughs> you're not going to. You, you're not going to see anybody. You're not going to. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And, and if it comes out and maybe this did or didn't, but it if it comes out as a shots fired run, you are not. I mean, you'll do a little bit of like you just you'll look around, mm-hmm. but you can't. Who knows where if if somebody actually shoots a gun in the air? Yeah, what are you gonna go knock on everybody's door? Yeah, you don't know where it's shine your from. light in every car. Yeah, you can't yeah. do it. It's 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 impossible. You cannot do it. We don't have the manpower resources. It's a bad use of resources. Yeah, there's there's no police department that has the kind of resources it takes to investigate accurately investigate a shots fired run that would mean you would have to literally go around any the entire area that the shot was heard yeah. however loud that was you would have to do your due diligence and check under cars Try to check in the it. sewers check up in tree houses i don't know why tree houses are important you can't right. forget about it <laughs> so the she quotes uh, i just called in an hour ago and said there were shots fired outside my house and there was a girl pounding on my door, and no cops have showed up. And I just looked out my door finally, and she is laying on my porch. Where the dollar sign, asterisk, hashtag, and symbol are these cops? She said, as reported by WJRT, uh, TV, ABC 12 Central, dispatch finally sent a She call. waited an hour to look outside? Yeah, I think... I'm not going to lie to you. I think some of the negligence here is... uh just a lady. It's just ladies, yeah. <laughs> Letting up... Fuck, lady. I guarantee you, she woke up to pounding on the door or whatever, goes, checks it, 
calls up, doesn't even check it. She's just like, oh, there's a lady saying she needs help. Like, I heard yeah. gunshots go off, right? Yeah, she, or, oh, yeah, or she was woken up at 420. Woken I mean, up, yeah. gunshots, hears pounding on her door, goes, hears this lady, calls the police. And then after that, went and made some bacon and <laughs> some coffee. Oh, she's just getting ready for, yeah. for her day. <laughs> Put the bot. You know, she's got a shift down at the factory. Yeah. So and, and she only the only way she came across her is opening the door to get the, the paper that the, the paper boy <laughs> yeah, had yeah. just delivered. Yep. And, and missed her also. Yep. <laughs> missed this poor girl on the on the porch. <laughs> it it well, like that point, smacked her in the she freaking was like forehead. behind the uh what <laughs> the railing. So you couldn't see her. <laughs> it yeah. just it he just chucks it and hits her in the forehead. She's like insult to injury. <laughs> Salt on wound. <laughs> I've been shot. I've been shot. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, so Central Dispatch finally sent a call uh, to medical providers to go to the house. By 5.52 a.m., mobile medical response personnel started its way to the house. The lawsuit says by 5.58, the young woman was in full arrest, and medical professionals pronounced her dead at 6.05 because only one of her five wounds was life-threatening. Uh, experts uh, suggest she... I'm not going to lie. You shoot me one time, that's probably the most life-threatening <laughs> thing that's ever fucking happened to me. Just, <laughs> what the fuck, right? <laughs> Come on. Something bit me. So, <laughs> what the hell, man? <laughs> uh, so anyway, because only one of her five wounds was life-threatening. Again, damn it. Uh, due to defendant's gross, uh, grossly negligent actions, Miss uh, Wallace laid on a porch alone and bleeding, waiting for help. For over an hour and 25 the more we talk about this the more i'm upset with this fucking neighbor <laughs> this lady, lady. That, that works at the plant i'm so tired of her already i'm tired of her shit she needed her breakfast needed to let her dog out dude hydro <laughs> said bacon don't be bringing that noise to my porch <laughs> dude but that is how it goes you know damn well she didn't look outside her fucking door she oh heard, not i don't blame all. her i don't blame her it, you know, if you're if you live in a neighborhood where your fucking gunshots are going off, I don't care if they go off every night and and every single day, or if they only happen once in your whole life. You're not gonna. I, I wouldn't just go looking. Oh, that's not true. I did do that in Detroit. We had some you issues. You could peek. You could peek. No, right. You don't you have could. To open I, I'm just saying. Door. I don't blame. I'm just saying. I don't blame. Nah, I blame Wilma because that's her Wilma. name. Yep. Uh, I don't blame, but I I don't blame her for it for that. But this article is basically stating that it it was a shots fired run. Somebody was banging on the door. Um, I, I'm not sure exactly where the the blame lies with this because they're making it appear as if the dispatchers knew that this individual had been shot. Um, yeah, they, I don't think they nothing. were provided that, enough I don't, information. Yeah, I don't believe that's true because when it comes back... Uh, but they probably get calls like that all the time, like what you're saying. Yeah. In that same spot, something's yeah. oh, always yeah. going on. The same, or the same neighborhood, the same block. Yeah. But when, um, but when we read the quote, I just called in an hour ago and <laughs> said, Wilma, uh, and said there were shots fired outside my house and there was a girl pounding on my door and no cops have showed up and I just looked out my door finally and she is laying on my porch. So, yeah, uh, I think this you article messed is... messed up, Wilma. Yeah, poorly written. I don't... I, the idea that dispatch somehow got it wrong, that they knew that she was shot and bleeding, 
I believe is wrong, completely wrong. However, did the officers do their due diligence to see who was knocking on the door? You know, I guess there's two ways to look at that. You could look at it in the way of a civil suit and go, oh man, this dude's, you know, screwed or the officer, the sergeant or whoever showed up is screwed because it was their responsibility to do their due diligence. But what does that mean? What does due diligence really mean? So uh, as we look into that, I also have answered shots fired runs where people have knocked on doors and all that other stuff. And you go there and you shine your flashlight or your, or your, uh, your spotlight in the area. Um, you, you look, you know, it's 426 in the morning. It's, it's clearly still dark. You look, you see that nobody's on the porch uh, and banging. You don't know where they're laying or whatever, but normally you're not going to go up there and go, well, hey, was somebody banging on your door? No, it's, it was a shots fired run. So, mm-hmm. so yes, an officer did miss it. Um, so I don't know how that investigation will go, but this article is stating that dispatchers just didn't do their due diligence and that they knew she was shot, I think is garbage. Yeah, I agree. And you know, with it. all my law enforcement experience. No, I know. No, oh, I get it. You have family members. So much. Law enforcement. I have That's... at least two family members that I can think of off the top of my head. Yeah, two whole ones. That's for sure. Yep. So... Two whole ones. One of them not so whole anymore. Oh, um... oh, oh. So <laughs> too far. Too far. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> I, that's my kind of humor. It, yeah, uh... I, get, I get it. You know <laughs> A wise man, and I've, I've said this before uh, to other people, I said a wise man once said, if you don't laugh, you'll cry. And I've always like that, it's always hit me like, yeah, that's so true. In some situations, dude, it's like, get through it, how you got to get through it, you know? Yeah. Well, Mike's going to listen back to this and be like, damn. <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah, he'll, he'll chuckle a little bit. Yeah, he will. So, uh, okay. So anyway, I your have, turn here. So I actually do have four stories, but... Two of them I'll do right back to back because they're about crazy moms, and I think it's just <laughs> okay. I think it's pretty funny. I and they won't there be was long the same at all. mom like, after having kids. Yes. <laughs> uh, I don't have time for this. Texas mom arrested for hitting deputy with her car as he directed traffic outside her child's oh. school. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> dude! It's so. I so, yeah, I know you're going to read the article. I can already. 100% believe that it wouldn't have mattered who was. It could have been an officer. It could have been the President of the United States of America. It, it gets so crazy in those freaking school lines, dude. You were ready to run anybody over. Dude, and, I need to get, oh God. I need to grab this photo of this lady because she just looks, it's, dude, it's great. Hold on. <laughs> Wait, is it her like <laughs> mugshot or something? Like yeah. That? It's just really funny to me. I don't know why. <laughs> Of course. Well, you you know what you revel in other people's misery, so that does, that does oh yeah, makes yeah total sense to me. So, oh my god. So, are we going to get to this? Where's this lady's face? It's not I'm on. Tr- the screen, I'm trying. Right? I'm oh, trying god. so hard. I didn't take a screenshot you know because it Just wouldn't when, let me drag it. Guys, this is where we think he redeems himself, and then he falls apart on us. Okay, we, we see. Oh my god, <laughs> she just looks. <laughs> this looks like the lady that is going to run someone over in a school pickup line she's still she actually so she still looks mad in this picture like she still <laughs> wants wants another body underneath her front tires like she's just still ready to to do this she's yeah. not done yet dude she's gonna get out gets, of jail and she's not done she's gonna run another deputy over on her way out 
Dude, it is so funny. The incident occurred at Idea Walsham Charter School on Walsham Road shortly after 7.30 a.m. And this is in Texas, by the way. According to an arrest warrant affidavit, ZCSO deputy Michael Hernandez was working off-duty directing traffic at the school when he attempted to stop 32-year-old Susan Rodriguez from traveling down the route she was taking. (laughs) Investigators said Rodriguez had intentionally ignored traffic safety and the normal flow of traffic outside the school and was trying to drive in an area that had a significant amount of student foot traffic. Deputy Hernandez ordered Rodriguez to get back into the regular school drop-off line, but she refused. Oh, what was I don't her have name time What's for her this. Name? Uh, Susan, Susan Rodriguez? Okay. Yeah, Susan Rodriguez. She's, Susan says, I don't have time for this. I'm late for work. Police said the suspect then turned the wheel of her car in the deputy's direction and rapidly accelerated. <laughs> I don't know why this is so funny to me. I had to read it real quick before I shared it because I wanted to make sure he wasn't like really hurt. Right. Because <laughs> <laughs> I just didn't want to laugh too much. Rodriguez then sped around to the back side of the school to drop her child off. Oh, the kid was still in the car? Yeah. yeah. Dude, you know Susan was dr- she was she had a Starbucks in one hand. She's doing her fucking lipstick with the other hand and she's steering with her knee. She like ran the dude over with her knee. Dude, it's not exactly. happening. It, yeah, yeah. It's so hilarious. See, this is why I leave five to ten minutes early. Then I don't you have to worry about it. running over. It's off not duty worth taps. it. Not worth it. Get there early. Just God. do it. Deputy Hernandez was able to catch up to the suspect as she was dropping off her child and detained her until Bexar County Sheriff's deputies arrived at the scene. <laughs> why? Why do I have this image of him like dragging his right leg? Right leg down this catching one up. way drive area in the school. Rodriguez Rodri- body cam footage caught Rodriguez confessing that she knew she hit the deputy with her car and that oh she heard God. the impact, but that she continued driving to the back of the building anyway. She was late to work, dude. Allegedly, she said that she didn't have the time to check on him because she was late for work. Oh my God. <laughs> That's so yeah. good. She was released from jail on September 4th. Her bond was $25,000. Oh, wow. So, yeah, that was pretty funny. Another, dude, another enraged Texas woman. This is some fiery, fiery ladies over there. I, dude, I guess. Enraged Texas football mom chases boy who tackled son during game. Police investigating. That's why it's police related news. <laughs> See, you get it. You get it. Yeah. Houston police are investigating after a video showed a Little League football mom chasing a 12-year-old player who had just tackled her son with something in her hand while screaming and cursing at him. The incident occurred just after 10 a.m. on September 3rd during the first game of the season. Dude, Dude, witnesses said that a a parent of a Gorillas player got upset when a 12-year-old member of the Ravens tackled her son. This is, I believe this is, yeah, the boy who made the tackle told KTRK. Yeah, he was okay. I picked him up and everything and everything and everything and everything. And he was actually trying to shake my hand after the play. His quote, his quote is amazing. Everything and everything. I picked him up and everything and everything. You got to save with with a southern draw, dude. Oh, how do I even do that? I picked him up and everything and everything. He's actually trying to shake my hand after play. 
<laughs> that was perfect. <laughs> Thank you for that. Until I until I guess his mom started chasing me. <laughs> this, is, this is so much better with an accent. With a draw, dude. It's so good to me. I don't even know why this is so funny to me, but it is. Oh, yeah. So apparently she was seen to be holding something in her hand. Um, and the staff were able to get things under control. And I actually have the video for us right here. Are you serious? This is amazing. This is a situation in question. A woman with something oh, in her gosh, hand. Oh, gosh. We got some of the news commentary. Forgive me. That's okay. The Look at the mom. Running away <laughs> with hands in the air. Oh, my God. This is ridiculous. Like, how, how could you <laughs> get that angry? At a kid's at game, kid. oh my god! Your son plays football. They tackle each other. That's just the in name everything. Of the game. In everything. How can you get in that everything. upset to chase him and not only chase him but curse him while you're chasing? Him? It was the first. <laughs> oh, that's. Oh my god! The kid tackled him, and the mom got mad and rushed the field. I just thought it was funny that there that's were amazing. It two is like crazy right mom stories back to back. Oh, oh my, my god. gosh, dude! Dude, that was I was dying. Is it my turn? Yeah, it's your turn. Man, I wasn't even, I'll be honest, I wasn't ready. Um, that was so <laughs> Poor kid will never live this down. <laughs> <It stinks. laughs> okay. okay, how about this? I have a feeling this is law enforcement related. Okay, at I trust some, you. At some point, um, because <laughs> of the, I, I'm so, so re- reaching on this one. Hear me out and we'll, we'll, we'll know immediately why this is law enforcement. Archaeologists discover a skeleton of vampire pinned by sickle around the neck. Not kidding. Dude. This article came out September 8th, 2022. The skeleton of a female vampire buried with a sickle across her neck and a padlock on her foot has been discovered at a cemetery in Poland. Yes, the 17th century grave was found in late August by a team of archaeologists from the Nicholas Copernicus University in uh, Turin, uh, a city in north central Poland. Professor, uh, you know, I'm not going to be very good with these Polish names. Uh, I got to call my friend Greg. Punches up. and everything and everything. Darius says it's Darius with a Z at the end, so it makes no sense. Darius. This, this, is, this is typical Polak fashion, isn't it? Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, but he does have Pol- Polinski as his last name, so that's easy. <laughs> uh, leader of the excavations told the Daily Mail that a sickle was placed across the woman's throat and her toe uh, was placed her in toe? a padlock to prevent her from returning from the dead. Oh, my gosh, The dude. sickle was not laid flat but placed <laughs> on the neck in such a way that if the deceased had tried to get up, most likely the head would have been cut off or badly injured. Oh my gosh. Polinski also <laughs> explained her Dave tread lightly. <laughs> Polinski also explained the padlock saying <clears throat> it symbolized the closing of a stage and the impossibility of returning. And there's a oh picture. No kidding. There is a sickle across Hold the on, neck, I need to see this. Like it's ready to cut cut that the person's neck that's buried. The burial reveals a certain paranoia over the dead coming back to life. See, this isn't a, a recent phenomenon, people. We know oh my that gosh, the zombie apocalypse and vampires are just a matter listen, of time before they, listen, they rear dude. their ugly head. 
I'm not kidding. I I I might sound nuts. I fully believe that zombies and these types of things can exist. Of course they can. Anything's possible. I'm not, I'm not truth is stranger than fiction, existing. dude. I it's <laughs> I'm just saying. I, hey. So the burial reveals uh, a certain paranoia over the dead coming back to life. Magdalena Zagradowska, a representative of the research team, told Polish press agency PAP that the sickle and padlock, quote, may have protected against the return of the deceased, which was probably feared. In this context, these practices can be considered so-called uh, anti-vampiric. Uh, Stacy Abbott, author of Undead Apocalypse, Vampires and Zombies in the 21st Century. There it is. Dude, it's bizarre, right? Look at That's that. That's weird. Yep, that sickle right across her throat, dude. Uh, zombies in the 21st century uh, told the Washington Post that accusations of, of vampirism were common across Europe during the 17th century. Charges of being vampires, it was like our witch trials, dude, um, were often made against people who, quote, didn't fit in. Uh, Abbott said, so you would have been a, a vampire for sure. They would have... They would have cut your balls off and put a little sickle next to your nuts. Like wait, before you try to wake up, it would cut your junk off. <laughs> I don't know why that would be relevant. Anyway, it doesn't matter. I know I'm my so truth. Confused. I know my truth. Uh, Abbott said, <laughs> okay, and the woman right. could have been singled out for her gender, uh, physical deformity, or any social anomaly considered uh, quote immoral. Researchers noted, however, that the woman was also wearing a silk cap woven with silver or gold thread, indicating she was of high social status. Very bizarre. She was neither well, ritually murdered. are rich. Yeah. Dude, she was neither ritually murdered, which I'm <laughs> I'm kind of glad they didn't carry that tradition on uh, to, the, to the 21st century. <laughs> um, she was yeah. neither ritually murdered, nor was she one of the convicted in a witchcraft trial. Those individuals were treated in a different way. <laughs> I, I can imagine what the torture was for that in Poland. Uh, and usually they were, oh, here, thrown into provisional graves. Uh, Polinski told Newsweek, it is possible that in her lifetime, the woman experienced a tragedy and was harmed. Uh, on the other hand, her appearance or behavior might have provoked the contemporary residents to be afraid of her. But this may uh, only be provoked by more research or proved by more research on the skeleton. Uh, researchers planned to conduct DNA testing on the remains to learn more about the woman. That is awesome. Crazy, right? That is the best story that we've shared it's, on this show. It's great. It shows period. that even back then, well, things have not changed. Now we're just trying to scare ourselves. We we watch you know, Walking Dead, like we watch horror movies just to get that kind of high that they were experiencing hundreds of years ago that they were dealing with it's that they thought they were literally living directly in a freaking nightmare it's bizarre it's awesome we call indiana jones or blade for this (laughs) (laughs) why why does it have to be one or the other why can't we call both (laughs) yeah so (laughs) hydro said that's a crossover movie i'd watch (laughs) can you imagine that harrison forrest oh gosh dude oh yeah Man, what a good story. Yeah, dude, it's it's amazing. I said, the, just the thought process, hundreds of years ago. Now, you would think, oh, hundreds of years ago, um, that was a long time ago. It really it's not that was long. not that long ago for, like, for how we think as humans. 
Well, I think we think we think like that in um, America. I think because we're so new compared to everywhere else. Like when I, I mean, you've been over in Europe. When I was over in Europe, it was so weird. Like people like these buildings are thousands, millions of years. I'm like, yeah, it's it is a very different. It's very weird. Like you're in buildings that are considered like like ancient. Yeah, discoveries in you're, America. You're right. You know, it, it is a, yeah. a different because it like you'll see a a, a castle's eight hundred years old, and to uh-huh. them it's nothing. And like that's why we go to Europe uh, to visit places like that. And uh, you know, because the U.S. And, and it's not like we don't didn't have civilization before the white man got here. But <clears throat> but let's be honest, we don't we don't showcase that right. Yep. With, with Native Americans, we we don't showcase. The history, yeah. um, the arch, uh, you know, the archaeological. It's really sad, actually. It's, it is. It's very it. bizarre. The the best that we can muster up uh, in the United States is uh, fucking T Rex bones or some shit. Every like a mammoth every once in a while, but we did, we refuse. And I don't know if it's because it's it's such a pr- uh, protected culture. Uh, do Native Americans kind of hide their culture, meaning like that history? Because, again, and I know that there weren't really permanent structures, or, or I don't believe Indians were keeping permanent structures like castles in yeah. Europe. But there's certainly got to be fucking artifacts that are 800, 900, 1,000, 2,000 years old here that oh, we could sure. showcase. But I, you never hear about it. Again, you hear about a, a mammoth freaking skull every once in a while, you know? I bet and you, that's you not hear Indian. about it more out in the West than you do in the East, I feel like. But why, right? I mean, like, it. I mean, maybe it was just geographical that there was, uh, you know. But, dude, out east there was a a shit ton of Native American Indians, right? There's, I mean, yeah, on, there's not really reservations over here. Yeah, but the reservations are where we put them. I know. <laughs> I mean, you know, that's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> or was it because it was uh, they were very were Indians, um, and, and maybe some were. Um, somebody might specialize be able to answer on this more nomadic meaning uh, as the temperatures change especially if you were up north you would travel further south um to to kind of break through that those harsh harsher winters uh, maybe maybe not. i don't know I, I don't know enough about the history but again that's a, that's another one of the problems i know yeah. more about european fucking history than i do that's the so history sad. of my own fucking country the only thing i know i feel like the only thing that was stressed was the trail of tears mm that's it. Yeah. Well. I, I can't think of anything else. That's what I'm saying. It's it's Trail of Tears and Sacagawea. Yes. Pocahontas. Wait, what? Yeah. No, that <laughs> I mean I saw the impo- documentary of Disney, right? Yeah. So, <laughs> no, it's Disney just doing documentaries now. It's, yeah. It's just it's just a weird thing. Like the more I talk about it, the more like it, it it was only like as we started talking about it right now yeah, that, like, that you really wait start a freaking about minute it. here. This is ridiculous, you know. Yeah. So yeah, kind of a, God, kind of an interesting idea that two hundred years ago, mankind was thinking they were literally living in a, a nightmare, um, a horror, a horror world, and they just did not have the forethought at the time. Oh uh, yeah, TJR says there were a lot of tribes in MN Minnesota, yeah, a ton, really? a ton of Minnesota, and yeah. they find artifacts near lakes and rivers a bunch, but a lot of that stuff was made from clay and rock, so it breaks and is overlooked. 
It's said it's ridiculous. I it's so weird to me. I I get it that a lot of the stuff Native Americans did was again they were very mobile. They had to be mobile. There wasn't permanent necessarily permanent structure. Although I think southwest yeah. well, oh, there yeah. was more, maybe more. But uh, New Mexico. That's why I said the yeah. west. I think stuff was preserved better out there. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. I was just as I just said. You know, down in the southwest there have been more permanent structures. Um, but you did not see that on the East Coast uh, or, or North, like Minnesota, uh, Michigan, um, areas like that. And it wasn't until you started going south. And I'm not even talking like Oklahoma. We're talking like Southwest, Southwest. You know? mm-hmm. So, um, God, it's so fascinating. And yet, and yet here we are. We're like, yes. And then there's a castle in, uh, you know, Austria. What the fuck? It's the first about, running you know? toilet. <laughs> that's literally like that everybody was when i went on this tour of like the castle that inspired disney or whatever the freak yeah. it was and they're like the castle was never actually fully completed but they were able to install the first functioning toilet <laughs> in europe see and, and now I'm, i know that <laughs> but i don't know how the kiowa freaking tribes traveled <laughs> between Oklahoma and fucking, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, so dumb, um, silly. <clears throat> I have another one if you're if you're ready for this. Okay, and then I've got one to end. Okay, it. perfect. I um this one it's it, it I, you know what I'm going to say it's law enforcement related because you could see that that last article <laughs> was law enforcement related because they for sure for law sure. enforcement clearly set up a a spring a trap a sickle across the individual's yes. throat uh, as a way to protect society. So that's yep. definitely law enforcement related. Probably the most important thing law enforcement's ever done. Uh, yeah, after reading this article, <laughs> I'd say, yeah. they That law enforcement, whoever that was, pretty much saved society from God future zombies you. and vampires. Yep. And that's God where the line you. ended. There was no more complaints after that. Like That was the, yep. the last of the long line of horror-filled creatures roaming yep. roaming the night in the 17th he put, century he put an end to it <laughs> uh so dc mayor muriel bowser declares emergency over migrant buses from texas and arizona <laughs> wait read that again dc mayor muriel bowser declares emergency over migrant buses from texas and arizona Washington, D.C. Mayor Muriel Bowser declared a public emergency over buses of migrants that continue to arrive in the city from Texas and Arizona on Thursday. Do you remember the freaking Texas governor's like, send them to D.C., puts them on a fucking bus and just ships them? You didn't know know that? No. Dude, it's a big deal. So Bowser's emergency declaration. Oh, yes, I do. I do remember what you're talking about. Okay. Uh, Bowser's emergency declaration. Why is this an emergency? Aren't they supposed to be? Aren't people supposed to be welcomed into our country? Uh, we'll set aside funding to accommodate migrants as well as create the Office of Migrant Services. Oh, another perfect example to uh, start another, <laughs> another government program. government funded program, <laughs> another government service. Mm. Uh, the OMS, oh, they already OMS did, okay, uh, will be tasked with providing temporary accommodations, urgent medical needs, transportation, and Three other services for migrants. They're great. 
Uh, quote, we're putting in place a framework that would allow us to have a coordinated response with our partners, Bowser said Thursday. This will include a program to meet all buses and given that most people will move on. Our primary focus is to make sure we have a humane, uh, efficient welcome process that will allow people to move on to their final destination, regardless of the federal response, which I think has been lacking in some respects that the District of Columbia would continue to work with partners to advance what we need and ensure our systems in D.C. are not broken by a crisis that is certainly not our making. <laughs> uh, how Thanks is it a lot, not Biden. your making? <laughs> Isn't that fantastic? Gosh, oh, my dude, God, so I love backwards, that. man. It is so backwards, dude. Is What, are, what kind of, that's what I said, truth is stranger than fiction. What? What kind of bizarro world are we fucking living in now, man? I don't it know, is man. So insane. God, we've got it's so insane. The country not accepting <laughs> what it's causing, and we've got vampires being dug up <laughs> in Poland. Safely, of course. I, yeah, I safely. Wonder, what if, like, they they excavated this thing and kept the sickle on all the time, not as like to preserve it, but to make sure it does, if it does come. <laughs> They actually like kind of sharpen the sickle because they're still afraid. <laughs> Got a grinder out. It's <laughs> a grinder. I'm not taking any chances. It's got a sharpening stone. This guy spits on it. It's like. <laughs> <laughs> so what else? What else do you have? I see, I have other ones too. Like Mike, do you guys know that you have to know that Mike literally texted us yesterday. After Elijah already reached out to me, we were settled. We were done. We yeah. were like, we've got yep. this shit nailed down. And yep. Mike's like, hey, are you guys, are you guys all ready for tomorrow? Oh, that's what he was doing. I think must have been doing something weird with himself. He was just alone. Like he, he was just so alone, sad and lone, and had oh, no friends. Well, there's yeah, but that's every Still day for him, he. you know. Yeah, where's he at anyway? He's at some conference. I don't even know. Ugh, boring. I know. And guess where it's at? Where? Ohio. Oh. Yeah. Exactly. You know, it's, I tell you, he did that Enough on purpose. Said. He did it on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, Georgia police deputy chief busted in prostitution sting while at polygraph training in Florida. <laughs> <laughs> Read this it up, man. Polk, I got to hear this Florida. A deputy police chief from Florida or from Georgia was busted in a prostitution sting in Florida while he was attending an American Polygraph Association <laughs> seminar in Orlando last week. <laughs> Accurate impersonation. <laughs> my, my drunk <laughs> masturbating mic. Sorry, Uh, the Polk County Sheriff's Office said Cartersville Police Deputy Chief Jason DePrima was attending a polygraph training workshop when he answered an online ad from a prostitute who turned out to be an undercover detective. Oh, nice. Well played, what? sir. Who clicks on that? Who what? Who clicks on that? Who Was he looking for the ad? I don't or know how would you do it like nowadays. In the heat We'd have of to the ask moment? Mike. We'd have to ask yeah, Mike. Yeah, he, he knows know. all about it. He knows how that goes. He looks for Deputy that said Deputy Chief DePrima asked detective posing as a prostitute online, are you available tonight? I'd like to come see you. What is your rate? <laughs> the oh Sheriff's Department God. said Deputy Chief DePrima made arrangements to meet and have sex with the undercover detective on September 1st, 
but ultimately backed out. Okay. He told the detective posing as a prostitute that he got spooked. <laughs> oh. <Got> spooked. <laughs> what do you do? Is he any more spooked than an archaeologist who finds a vampire under a sickle? Huh? <laughs> Sorry, lady. I'm getting spooked. Spooked me. Then the high-ranking law enforcement official who supervises police administration at his... An- what? What is up with this? This, well, is. this is becoming an annoying theme. <laughs> it's, it's, it's rampant. It's rampant. It's like, it's like when I'm at the end of an essay and I have to just hit the word count. Like when I was in <laughs> high school. Supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. Yeah. Then the high-ranking law enforcement officer who supervises police administration. Oh, God. So good. At his agency asked the alleged prostitute to meet him in the next evening. Deputies said, so he went back. He came crawling back like a dog to its own vomit. Well, he's, he yeah, back. but he's a, he's a dude. Of course he's going to freaking, you know. Yeah. He can't true. help himself. We're men. It's what we do. Yep. Deputies and Deputy Chief Prima agreed to meet the prostitute. Oh, deputy said. I, th- I was like, what? There are more people meeting this woman? <laughs> <laughs> That's <laughs> how he likes it. To meet the prostitute and pay $120 for a half hour of sexual activity with her. I won't. See, that's how you know they're fake. I won't pay anything less than two hundred and fifty dollars for a forty-five minute string right there. See, yep. that's how they knew. Yeah. <laughs> Don't fall for that's that one they, next time. That's guys. How they got you. Yep, they'll get you next every time, time with that. Got to go with a high <laughs> class. <laughs> high class, two fifty minimum. What do you? Th- I mean, come on, right? I, if you have more to the article, that's great. But I like. I'm just thinking, like, okay. So first of all. There's two parts to this. Dumb move, obviously. <laughs> Probably not the best career move. Well, am, I, am I right? I, mean, I, could, I could be wrong. Association of America? What's nerdier than that? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um, but on the other hand, why are we still making a thing of prostitution? I mean, our why is that? Like we we dictate, we try to we attempt to dictate why. morality so badly, whether it's narcotics or I get that some things can lead to bad things, but so can driving. Driving a car um, in <laughs> through through your son's bus line to run over a deputy, because clearly, I mean, it's the same thing, right? Like, why is this lady even driving? Well, I mean, you can always trace things back, right? Like, if if my if my nephew is uh, l- likes heroin, loves the hair heron, and gets high the all the time. <laughs> Why, and I know that at some point maybe they break into my house or whatever. I get that, that there's a, there's results from, from narcotics, but when you, when you to make it illegal, like somehow that's, what's going to fix the problem. Um, you know, and not, not the well, fact Dave, that it's fucking horrible for it you. It like, all like, goes back to Ronald Reagan and the war on drugs. Hey, it's weird though, right? It's, it kind of does actually. It, to think about in it. many ways, it does. It does do that. Although we could go all the way back uh, to the '30s, um, with with Christian groups were basically dictating the morality through government. And um, I, I said it is what it is at this point, but we can step back from that and look. I mean, I think that it's a good move. I think it's a good step that that we're moving away from. Like things like marijuana and all that stuff, and I, but man, I just I don't know. Like prostitution, narcotics, things of that nature. I know that narcotics has a potential to become dangerous, the, but the whole thing, I, that whole conversation of even like letting, uh, 
letting prostitution be legal, like, I mean, people are going to do it anyways, it feels like. Right. And the only harm that's happening is to those people. Yes. And it's kind of the same way with drugs. Like, I don't, what's the point? Like, you can arrest people for, I don't know. Like, could you connect somebody who's dealing drugs with greater crimes and use that as a lead-in? Yes, you can. But that's it's it's a byproduct, right? Yeah. Um, it's the crime that matters. It's not what causes somebody to do crime. In criminology, we're human beings. We are we are going to be programmed to do to do bad things at times. We can't we can't dictate. This isn't Minority Report, but that's exactly what we're trying to do when it comes to things like narcotics. I mean, the the idea that marijuana in and of itself is the most, it's the, I mean, we, devil's modest, right? I mean, like the idea that it's so horrible that, you know, and people just, they'll speak on it, mostly older people, like it's crack, you know? But the reality is, is that it's, yes, that I do think that it does lead to higher crime. However, then deal with the higher crime. Don't deal with something like that. Because again, we, we don't, arrest people for driving a car because we make it legal for them to drive a car, but then they, they drive and they hit somebody because again, they hit a deputy because they're in a hurry to get to work, right? With their Starbucks in her hand or lipstick and the other, mm-hmm. you know, um, well, let's just, we should make driving illegal then. Right. I mean, that's, it's, it's the same type of, argument. yeah, it's all, it's <clears throat> such a weird line to draw. It, it is a weird, yes. It, that's, exactly that's the whole right. issue. Like why, why was a line drawn there? And I yeah. think you're right. It was for morality. I think a lot yeah. of things and a lot of laws were created based on morality. Personally. Yeah. I, yes. Um, but a lot of them have uh, yes. And politics, but the uh, potential Daniel's, for something to injure is, is, is a different thing. Right. I mean, yeah. Daniel says the laws are there to deter people from harming themselves. You're less likely to do something if you could get jail time. Maybe for some people, but that's but that's but not the case happening. though. It's it's laws are. I don't believe laws are there to deter people from harming themselves. It's for them to harm harming society others. or others, um, yes. because we, it's not against the law. You uh, can't we, dictate what somebody what somebody's doing to themselves. Yeah, but. you can't. You can't do it. Like I, I can overeat and die uh, w- with a diabetes issue, but nobody gives a shit about that. But it's the same thing. You make make it a law. Um, because people die more of heart disease than they fucking do of other other yes. ridiculous things, so it, I, I don't think that that's necessarily the case. I think that in the end, it's like, and I know people are going to probably try to compare this with the whole abortion thing, which I don't, I don't oh, necessarily gosh. need to get no, into. That's However, whole, oh my, gosh. it's a whole different thing. You know, we don't have to get into that. Um, I I would strongly disagree with that argument. Trying to compare uh, morality, dic- the dictation of morality with with abortion. Um, but uh, it, it is like with, with prostitution. Why is prostitution illegal? If anybody can actually answer that for me, why prostitution is illegal and why it should be Let's illegal, ask Google. then I would be very, very interested in knowing. I could even, again, I could even go more towards the argument of, of drugs being, well, yeah, but drugs are bad and they lead to, again, like you said, more crime. That that's probably true. I I do believe that, and I, it's probably factual. I just don't have the numbers in front of me. However, then it, the drugs don't. Ha- it, it doesn't happen because people have drugs 
in their system. It's generally because people don't have drugs in their system that, that these crimes happen. There are, uh, there are some anomalies. We know like the whole bath salt thing. Um, but- I guess from what I've read on here, Take it to Reddit. I, people people say it's mostly for like a human rights abuse and mostly because of um, people operating brothels or pimping other people. So like, and they also said that it's a huge issue with soliciting in a public space. Um, so that I think that's one of the main reasons. And yes, exactly what AC Nordstrom said though. It's hard to tax. It it is, and what was the first thing that you read about that? Um, I the human rights abuse. Yeah, I, I'm not. I get it that um, there are situations where prostitutes have what we call an pimps. attack on the dignity and worth of human beings. Yes, that's not prostitution. That's we'll call it pimping, right? Like yes, which prostitution, is voluntary prostitution, um, is is the only thing I'm really concerned with because clearly causing somebody to be a sex slave um, for your dollar bill is wrong. Not just morally, it's on a criminal level, you are now affecting somebody else physically and emotionally. Like it's, you are, you are directly affecting another human life uh, with your shit. And so clearly that's that. So I think that's a flimsy argument as to why prostitution yeah, should think, not exist. I right. I mean, morally, I don't think prostitution is right at all. I don't think porn's right. I don't think any, I don't personally think any of it's right, but that it doesn't actually directly affect me, you know? Right. So I, I'm the same way. It just, it doesn't affect me. I, you know, silly matters. <laughs> Dave, how much does the super chat have to get to <laughs> to smoke a J with me in your security uniform? <laughs> uh, two hundred fifty. I was like, at least two fifty for forty five minutes. <laughs> yeah, that's Dave's going rate. <laughs> he knows his worth. Yeah. <laughs> no tire kickers. <laughs> I know what I got. Oh god, I got all this, all this. <laughs> yeah, but that's one of those. Um, that's one of those conversations that I feel like nobody will ever agree on but, but that's the problem it doesn't have to be everybody right i mean we are a voting exactly. society we we can change this these 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 laws these laws are put into effect most of these laws are put into effect i had a guy on facebook um that i was i'm, I'm friends with him i don't see him much anymore i think he was dr- directly related or knew very well a family whose son was uh, i believe kidnapped and murdered i mean like a really young kid you know <clears throat> Clearly, that's tragic. It's horrible. But then all of a sudden, there was this push uh, for some <laughs> some weird law against doing that to like six year old and under or something. It was the most ridiculous. Like, it's already fucking illegal to kidnap a small child, probably torture them, do horrible things and then murder them. Why the fuck do I need a hundred fucking different laws on how you how to kill a child? And why does it have to be a child versus an adult or a female or a male? All of this bullshit, because that's all politics talking right there, right? Because you mm-hmm. you know damn well that John Smith, the fucking politician, is going. I'm going to introduce this law. Everyone has to vote for it, otherwise they just look like assholes. I look amazing. I can feed my family. I can do better for the society. He doesn't give a shit. What he's doing is 
trying to get reelected because the second yep. they start relying on money to feed their family, it is no longer good politics. It just can't be. You have yep. to do some shit to to anybody to keep anybody going. that's in a higher level of politics, like outside of city council. Yeah, it's a gig you have to keep going every two years, every four years. Yep, you have to keep the gig going, or you you're looking for another fucking you have job. To const- you constantly have to do Absolutely. something more and go further beyond a boundary that you've drawn for yourself. Absolutely, and that's like the, the president. Term, term you think are our, you think our presidents are good people? Mm. No, you know what? Maybe maybe they are, but you would never know which ones actually are or aren't. Yep, because they yeah. put on a and facade. And they all have to, they have to uh, basically be run by the party. It's not, it's really not even the president. You think Joe Biden does anything? No, no. It's all his party just making him do it and Absolutely. telling him what to say and propping him up. I can guarantee that if prostitution was legal, then human trafficking would skyrocket along with drug use and all crime rate. You take away any government restraint and all crime related will uh, go up. I don't agree with that, Daniel. I can't. I, I can see it. I can't guarantee that, but I could see that happening. I think my big my biggest concern would be human trafficking. Well, why all of a sudden if if prostitution was legal? So hold on. There's areas of Nevada that are perfectly fucking legal. Prostitution is perfectly legal. That's Are we true. saying that then in Nevada there is a huge trafficking issue? Then is that what we're? Because we, that's what we have to say. Issue in or Nevada. or any place in, in any European country? Because I'd like to see the stats on that. Because I don't know. Um, go to Europe where there's probably some areas in Europe or some countries where the prostitution is perfectly legal. Are we saying that just because prostitution was legal, it was just because it's okay to sell? Uh, sex for money that human trafficking would would skyrocket um and if that's the case here's the deal about drug use and prostitution prostitution um they they can go hand in hand there's no doubt about that however that's a morality issue that's not that's not a society issue in that way of in the way of being making it criminal um, we could start. We, we could have nonprofit programs. There's plenty of them out there that might try to curve something like that. But the idea that it would skyrocket, I think, is is that's a bold statement, man. I don't I think it not... would skyrocket. <clears throat> Nevada's lower than that. Um, the sex trafficking victims. It's just a bit higher than the national average in Nevada, um, but it's tied with Pennsylvania. So I don't like. Mm. Yeah, see, it's, it's 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 interesting. I mean, what about um, well, and let's be honest here. I don't know if you guys are aware of this, but how they are doing human trafficking statistics nowadays also includes prostitution. Just so you know, they have changed the spectrum of human trafficking to include um, certain ages of prostitution as as automatically being an unwilling participant um in in sex for money uh which is wrong i think that skews and belittles actual trafficking issues uh i was in a class a trafficking class a, a while back and i'm just going to say this and you guys can be pissed if you want to um what is portrayed on tv what is portrayed in the movies regarding human trafficking the actual like 
kidnapping or forcing of sex uh, for uh, in order to make money for somebody else, um, especially regarding children, is is so minute that it it's almost unreadable in statistics by the actual standards of which I believe we should be doing it. The, the statistics that back 10 years ago, five years ago, or eight years, whatever I, I went through this course, I think it was, I'm going to say eight years ago, um, was, was minute. And it was not, the spectrum had not changed uh, over to include uh, statistics for, you know, regarding prostitution. So people think that human trafficking is a much, I'm not saying it's not a fucking problem. I'm saying that, I mean, oh my I, gosh, I, Dave. Yeah, I know. Dave, Dave doesn't care about children being trafficked. Um, but we are we we say that it's a huge problem so that we can dump a lot of money into an, uh, something so that we can divvy it in different ways. Um, the actual actual statistics are are so extremely low. Um, we go outside. We think uh, that that there are Russians can't wait to fucking get at our kids and throw them in a fucking black car and drive off and and go to Thailand. Um, but it's not it's not the case. And I said with a grain of salt, I, it's not that I don't believe it's. Not a problem. One time is a problem for me, um, but the, the to the extent that people think that it happens, not. Sorry, it's just it's just not fucking there. Yeah, and I you think can't you can't tell me that it is because statistically, you know, most it is people not. actually go um, to other countries to deal with human trafficking um, versus the United States too, because yeah. comparatively, we're like nothing. <laughs> compared to yeah, what happens in other right. countries you know yes so Especially when there's like a lot of world 100 percent. like yeah. um i can't remember the name of the lady that was on joe rogan's podcast but she was stuck in north korea her mm. and her mom escaped and she escaped into sex trafficking in china god that's fucking horrible isn't which it? was better than living in north which is just nuts yes and so you hear these stories and all this this is going on all the time over there yes like and where human trafficking and sex rings and all that are perfectly legal in other places, um, that's not that's not prostitution though. So. No, clear, clearly not. <laughs> clearly not. Yeah. And again, trafficking, <laughs> bad. Trafficking, bad. No good. Bad stuff. Um, but yeah, I and again, you know, I I have a, a friend that lives in Kenya, and he uh, oh he, man, it's. It, it's crazy, and this isn't even just trafficking. Uh, how some cultures treat like their women or children mm-hmm. is, especially in in poverty, uh, in very very impoverished uh, countries and cultures, dude. I people do not realize how good they have it here in the United States of America, and we do. Oh, not at all. Like it's so. Our problems honestly are so minuscule compared to the rest of the world. It's like we forget we're not even like one we're, we're not even a tenth of the population of the world. No, I it's ridiculous. Yeah, I mean we we think that we have so many big problems and and clearly we do have problems. That's not what we're saying. But if you were to be able to visit uh just for a few days just around the world um a few days here, a few days here, a few days here, you would see the difference and you would, we would, I I think most people who've been out of country, not Canada, 
but out of fucking country can come back to the United States and, and appreciate it more. Now, we're going to forget about it, and we're going to be right, right back to our bitching and griping. I know, because I do it. Um, but it, it's amazing to see how people live in, in other countries. And that's not saying that everybody's shit besides us. That's not, that's not the case. But culturally, we have to be aware that when we start putting ideals on certain countries that, um, again, look at like Iraq, you know, or Iran, we've had issues with Iran. All these places, they, they're culturally are so very different that the idea that we are, we are going to change, what do they say, hearts and minds, right, is, I mean, we can be kind and we can be compassionate, but we will never understand their culture and they will never understand our culture unless we spend time uh, submissive in those cultures, you yep. know. Hundred uh, so, percent. Yeah, mm. man. We what a good episode. Today. Yeah, you know why <laughs> this is so good? I think you Look, know why. Read the... <laughs> the episode's so this episode good. so <laughs> so profound in <laughs> discussions. I wonder what's. I wonder so what's different. so different. It just feels so weird right now. It yeah, just feels it's right. Crazy. God. Yeah. <laughs> man, that was a really good episode. You know what? We should rename the podcast ED. For Elijah and Dave. Wait, why? What, what I is that see no why? issue with that at all. <laughs> right? <laughs> and then we can report weekly on our vampire findings. <laughs> There's probably a podcast for that, too. So, what's uh, What does Dwight say in the office? Yeah, I had to... Uh, sh- I shot a werewolf once. And then <sighs> turned right. into my were- to my neighbor's dog. <laughs> I'll let you know. Like, <laughs> Dude, let me tell you. So, I'm, I'm finding this on Instagram right now. I... I was dying. I found this this meme, and let me get past all these women in bikinis. <sighs> okay, <laughs> so sports cars, <clears throat> dude. There is this, and I'm going to show you guys uh, if I can get to the camera here. Dude, look at this. You read that? <laughs> So it says the office, you know, quote, the office, the show, the office fans watching Jim constantly bully an autistic coworker to impress a girl who's already engaged, dude. When I read that, my mind was blown, dude. It it blew my mind. I'm like, holy shit. It's true. You know? Oh my gosh, dude. It's gold, man. That's fucking gold. So anyway. Oh. Guys, so yeah, girls, this has been awesome. I've had a great time. I don't know what's different, but it just feels different today. Uh, I better, uh, yes, yes, I would say better. You yeah. Know? So, <laughs> go buy a ghost bed. Support yes, us. Go, definitely go buy a freaking ghost bed. Enjoy yeah, your sleep. Cool. The older we get, enjoy it because we don't enjoy have it. Many have a stroke on the ghost bed like me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what kind of stroke? Uh, sleep stroke. Out. Elijah experienced a sleep stroke. So, <laughs> see you guys. Wait.